Well, hello there, wonderful teachers. I want to invite you to an event we're doing this summer. It's in Cincinnati, Ohio, so you have to be able to make it there, but it might be worth traveling for if you're able to. It's happening on July 20th and 21st, so that's over a weekend, and it's going to be the best two days for teachers. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to learn a lot about pedagogy and creative teaching and business. We have two fabulous guest speakers and we're even going to finish with an optional Kaylee. That's an Irish dancing party. So I hope you'll be able to join me. Just go to vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo that's dot com slash t-u-r-b-o 24 the numbers two four. I hope you'll check it out view all the details there and I hope to see you in Cincinnati in July. On with the episode. Vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for music, music teachers. You're listening to the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and this week we're talking about doing all the things. Hey there, beautiful teachers. I hope you are having a wonderful week. I hope that this week you feel like you are doing all the things in the most positive way possible. I hope you feel like you're getting stuff done and you feel balanced and in control. But if you don't, this episode is even more important for you. If you're feeling scattered, if you're feeling like you just can't keep track of everything that's going on and No matter how hard you work, you never get to the bottom of the list. Then please know that I've been there. All teachers everywhere have probably been there, no matter what subject they teach and no matter in which country. So, what can we do about it? How can we conquer this need to do all the things? How can we become more productive? How can we become more efficient? Whatever way you want to think about it. We need to find a way to feel balanced. I come back to this idea of balance again and again, rather than being productive or efficient or doing all the things, because I think it's a more healthy way to frame it for us all. But how do we get there? No matter how, what language you use, how are we going to get there? There's this problem in productivity. I hinted at this last week in our episode about productivity specifically. We talked about doing productivity experiments and that kind of thing, so you can go back and check out the last episode for that. But I hinted at this issue, and I want to dive into it a bit more here. It's something that I call the slippery slope of productivity. And here's how it works. So, you want to be more productive. That's your goal. And so you have this giant to-do list, and you think, I have to get on top of this, I have to do more things, how can I do it? And maybe you come up with a new system by yourself, or maybe you look up a productivity hack or trick or method, whatever you want to call it. You find some solution to your problem. So you're going to create a certain type of to-do list. You're going to do Pomodoro that we mentioned last week. You're going to do everything before 9am in the morning. And how does it go? So you start off, you 
implement this new technique and maybe it goes well. Maybe you even do it as an experiment like I talked about last week and the experiment is a success. You achieve your objective. Here's where the slippery slope starts. It starts with the success. So you've done what you wanted to do. You're going faster. You're getting more done from your to-do list. And now you can start to slip down the slope. Because what's going to happen is you're going to fill that time with other things. Sorry to say it, but there is no end to the to-do list. I think we've all realized that on some level. It's never going to come to the end. Because we can always do more things. We can always do different things better. If you eliminate your email inbox, maybe you'll open up a new messaging platform for your students because you feel like you have that extra space that you can handle it now. And then that gets overwhelming. Maybe you get on top of the assignment system you already have in place and you think, great, now I can lesson plan in a way that I've never done before. And so that becomes overwhelming. I'm not saying you shouldn't do new things. But what I am saying is, if you don't define the things that you need to do, then there's no such thing as productivity. There's no such thing as being productive, or efficient, I should say. Because being productive is the wrong goal. Being productive is the right goal for a manager of a factory. If you run a clothing factory, let's say you make t-shirts, right? If you can make your line, your group of machinists, so uh, seamstresses, whatever you want to call them, If you can make them more efficient, if you can make them go faster and produce more t-shirts in the same amount of time, you will make more money. You might not have happier staff, maybe you'll have another problem because they'll leave or they'll unionize and you'll all be in trouble, but you will produce more t-shirts if you can manage those other factors. If you're a self-employed piano teacher running a small music school, That's just not true. You're not producing widgets. You're not making t-shirts. So if you try and be more productive, you're aiming at the wrong goal because there is no defined output for that. You're not producing something that is quantifiable, or at least you haven't decided what it is that you're going to quantify. So if you try to be more productive, all you're doing is running faster on a hamster wheel. And guess what? It's going to keep coming back around and around and around, no matter how fast you go. There's always going to be more space on the hamster wheel. So if you want to avoid this slippery slope where things just pile up on top of you, the more productive you become, you have to come up with your definition of what it means to do all the things. You have to set a ceiling for yourself. That's not to limit you, but it is to provide that definition so that you do feel successful at the end, because that's what I want for you. I want you to get to a point where you say, I'm done, or I achieved it, I got there, I did it. It's never going to be completely baked, right? You're never going to be the finished product because there is no such thing, but you have to have some sense of balance, and to achieve that, you need to know what it looks like when you're successful in what you're doing. 
So there are a few different ways you could define this, right? You could, if you're someone who is drowning in admin right now, you could define it based on getting on top of certain tasks that are piling up and are causing you stress. But I want you to write down a list and say to yourself, if I, you know, get on, get my inbox down to zero every day and send out all the invoices on time and answer parent email or answer student questions into an hour within this amount of time, whatever. If you set those parameters for yourself, you won't fall down the slope because then you can try to get those things done in less time by whatever means works for you. And you can try different productivity hacks knowing that your goal is to get these things done. You could also set a goal based on the time you want to spend on admin. And in that way, you can actually be eliminating things and that can be part of your goal. So if you say, I don't want to spend more than four hours per week on admin and admin includes is defined as all these tasks, then you can start to eliminate some things and cut things down and trim the fat. You can start to get rid of things. And in that way, you'll be more productive in the same amount of time because you actually will get on top of everything. So have a think about that this week. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know the definition of being productive or being efficient or being effective or being successful in this way is to you as a music teacher. Tell me about it in the Facebook group or in the comments on this page if you're watching, listening to this on the site. Let me know what you think about this whole task and whether you've ever run down the productivity slope and fallen into the valley of overwhelm. Let me know what you think in the comments and I'll chat to you next week. Bye for now. If you want to be part of a community that is focused entirely on finding our own balance as music teachers, you need to become a part of Vibrant Music Teaching. Go to vmt.ninja and sign up today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I hope you loved it and I wanted to pop on here one more time to remind you about our event. It's happening in Cincinnati this July and you can get all the details at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash turbo. See you there.